Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I was super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up, it's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up, keep your faith in the Lord, and we restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call. And when it all comes into reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it. You keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it. You ain't even got to flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it. Now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era of making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P Pam known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to fest. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray Rand, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself. We gotta do it together. A life of wealth. We living like the living forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. He's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, Denar, Tony, Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. It's blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Listen. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Yeah. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. Yeah. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. We got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight till the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No reason, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, wait with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Super 
To start conference recording, the recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duel, Tony and Ray Renfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west. It's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT Super Fantastic Family. Today is Wednesday, Hump Day Wednesday, May 5, 2021, May the 5th for Tony. Raven98 here, along with (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, Good morning, TNT Man, you kind of surprised me this morning I was about to go to sleep I didn't think we were doing a call today I mean, G-Man did his thing But I don't think but 10 or 12 people heard him But I thought I didn't think he was doing a call. Okay. Anyway, here we go. Uh, <laughs> good morning. <laughs> I'm trying to think now. What's going on in the world today? It is a good uh, Wednesday. Nothing exciting is happening. So um, the bank people are at the bank. They're still being told that uh, it could be any minute now. And here's the thing, again, and I, I've even said it before, things are going great, guys. I mean, we're still going. Iraq is still moving forward. But the bank is being told it could be any minute. We have uh, people that are being told that they are trying to uh, do their exchanges as we talk. They're trying to get authorization to do them, let me put it that way, as we talk. But I think a couple of weeks ago, I told you my guy in Iraq that he didn't think it was going to, well, he thought it was going to happen during Ramadan and a better time was doing EID. So here's the thing. It came out, EID starts on the 12th. And when it first came out, what did they say? The 12th through the 16th. But then they said they're going to vote on it, and it's going to be the 12th through the 19th. Which today they're saying they're not even coming back to work till after EID. So I guess that doesn't work. So celebration, I guess, is the 12th through the 16th, but that Monday being a work day is what they want it to be. But here's the bigger news. They just announced that the entire country, again, is going on lockdown the 12th through the 22nd. Malls closed, stores closed, pharmacies closed, everything. For 10 days, they're shutting the country down. How they're going to operate, I have no idea. But here's the other thing. In the Kurdistan region, not in Baghdad, in the Kurdistan region, they're being told there will be a rate change doing EID. That's what they're being told. There will be a rate change doing EID. Not in Baghdad, in Kurdistan. That's what they are being told. 
So nobody's up in arms. Nobody's cussed or nothing. They're all just waiting to see what happens during the time of giving, which is EID. So it's kind of funny. We're not hearing anything about Iraq. We're not hearing anything about COVID-19 taking over the country again. We're not hearing anything about a second wave. Yet they're saying they're going to shut down 10 days to our country because of COVID-19. That's what they said. So we'll see if that is the reason they're actually shutting it down or something even more exciting happening. So it's a good time frame for it to happen. No money movement. Everybody do their exchanges. They can switch things over during that time period. Um, people cursing again are being told us when it's going to happen. I don't know there's people here are being told something totally different any minute, any day now. It's about to happen. Texas is not in. They're not at the centers. They're not on alert. They're not on standby. So evidently they got the memo. Nobody else did. But everything else is moving forward. Iraq is still making all their agreements. They're getting people ready, investors, countries, everybody else ready to come in. And we know everybody's already agreed to it. They've already done those memos. Um, They've already selected some projects, but nobody has started anything. Kurdistan, as you know, they have not implemented the budget as far as they're concerned or the agreements, and they said it had nothing to do with the HCL, which means they were just waiting for the right time and moment, and they're telling their people it's doing EID. So let's see what happens. Other than that, there's not a whole lot of news out there. Um, But if things come up and change, um, we'll do what we do. All right, Ray, let's get started. Okay, let's see. Scotto says... Tony, the 40% that you leave in the bank so they can make money, is that the same money that you want the 20% interest annually on those accounts? Yes. So I was concerned about your question because you said, is that the same money you want to leave in the bank so they can make money? Or is it the same money you want to leave in the bank so you can make money? All right, you want 15, 20%. You want as much as you can get. You get 20% over five years, and what happens? You doubled your money. Best investment in the world, especially depending on how much you leave in there. So it's a win-win situation, not just so they can make money. Two things happen. They hold it. They do make money, but they pay you money. But at the outset, you get a higher rate. So you immediately get more money than you were going to get. It works for you. All right? Isn't it? Okay. GLE Mast says, what is your thought about DAF, Donor Advised Funds? For me, they're too restrictive. You'd be better off having your own private charitable family foundation, and that way you have complete flexibility on who you want to give money to and when and for how long. All right, next. Okay, Mark, I was supposed to say something? Oh, yeah. I didn't know if you wanted to, so I was yielding in case you wanted to throw something in there. 
Yeah, I'm going to say what he said. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> IPA0409 says, Today is my younger brother's 38th birthday who is in Live Oak, Texas. His name is Jesse. He is a big TNT conference call listener. Could you please play the birthday song for him as he is out there listening? I greatly appreciate this shout-out to him from you both. All right, Jesse. What do you say we're celebrating? 38 years? Let me go back and look at that again. Right. So this is Jesse's 38th birthday. He's not going to know how to act, but the RV happens. He's going to be 40 years old. He's filthy stinking rich. That's all right. Though. And he's from Texas. Happy birthday, Jesse. What say about that? From Texas. Right, I want to wanna wish you a happy birthday. Jamming all night till the light of day Your birthday, birthday is your day to shine Another year and you'll be looking fine So have a no worries, don't you hesitate dry runs and are all banks prepared to the Treasury's satisfaction? Okay. Um, one bank complained earlier this week that um, they weren't prepared, even though we've been doing this for 15 years because of turnover and everything. It's not that their call center and exchange centers weren't prepared. They said that their bank personnel Tellers they walk in weren't prepared, and they were trying to figure out how they were going to handle that because a lot of people were just going to run to the bank. So that was only a, only one bank I know said that was what their conference call and discussions were about on Monday, even though they were told it could be any minute now. So they did have concerns about that. Now, banks, along with uh, the Treasury, have been concerned that um, there's not enough money printed. Even though, remember, three, four months ago, I told you guys they were printing $100 bills, I mean, almost 18 hours a day, which they were in uh, February, here, January, February, um, getting ready to go. But they're still doing this. Last week, they were in overtime printing money, because of the banks and because of the 7,000, 10,000, this, this is their concern, just so you know. And they are printing it like crazy right now. They're concerned that with the RV and the stimulus packages, people would be trying to pull too much money out of the bank. Now, 
not too much as in 100,000, millions, because you're not going to give them that anyway. Too much as in everybody wanting five, 6,000 cash, 10,000 cash, that, and it's not there. And the fear is, like any one of you, if you go to a bank and say, I need $5,000, and they say, well, I don't have it. We don't have $5,000 here. And you go put on Facebook and tell a thousand people I went to the bank. They didn't even have five thousand dollars. Everybody would make a run on the bank because that's what would happen, and that would in fact change the whole dynamics. If everybody made a run on the banks and they had to declare martial law and everything else, because again, that's what would happen. So they're printing up all this money. They're authorizing banks again to have more than their legal limit. You know, some banks are only authorized to have 150,000 cash in the bank, some 300,000. So they're doubling everybody's limits, but they got to print the money and get it out there in order for them to do that. Now, I didn't say this is holding up the RV. I said this is what is going on, and it is a concern of theirs. So the Treasury is definitely pumping money and printing that again, almost 18 hours a day to 11 o'clock at night, they're running their printers. They're doing different denominations now, though. I think they're doing 50s and 20s. But they were basically just doing $100 bills because that's what they know people want to get paid out now. Actually, I got to ask that question again today. So that are the two things that were a concern of the bank over the weekend and Monday that they were talking about. They didn't say it was holding it up. They said there was some concerns that they had with people wanting to take uh, cash when this thing goes live. So they're definitely printing it, definitely shipping it around, moving money around, and still trying to get it in locations. Okay, what's next? Okay. Um, lost my place here. Are you aware of any rate changes on their ATM cards? No. Uh, not since we've talked about it. Uh, there hasn't been anything else. And uh, they actually couldn't figure out why it didn't go because their card was already changed. But we know what we know. Now the hopefully EID is it. Okay. JR2518 says, is there a deadline to purchase them? A friend understood there was. Blame it on his friend. Is there a deadline to purchase them? Is that what he said? Right. Right. Oh. No, wait. I don't know if you actually mean to purchase them or to go and exchange them. Because there's no deadline to purchase any currency. You just have to purchase it at a different rate when the rate changes. And I know some gurus out there have been telling you guys that you have to have your Zim change within the first 10 days or 20 or something, or you won't ever be able to exchange it, which I really don't think is true. No bank has ever told me that. Banker told me that. Exchange location, committee member, anybody at the treasurer, anywhere else, that there's a limit on how many days you have to change it. Now, the bank has told us that the rate they give out will be for a limited period of time. He did tell us that. He said, if you have them, you better get in there first 
it's a limited number of people that are going to get those rates, and then it's going to go back down to normal. That's the only uh, thing I've heard of. And there's no, and again, guys, you guys have to apply common sense to a lot of this. Common sense. When people tell you if you get the high ZIM rate, you can't get the contract rate. What do bananas have to do with oranges? I mean, if I eat a banana, I can't eat an orange? Why? I get that rate, I can't get this rate? Why not? The bank wants to give me as much as they can if I let them keep it as long as I can. One has nothing to do with it. There's no restrictions on what you can get because you got a rate over here on the ZIM. And any idiots doing that deserve what they get. You go in there and negotiate on all your currencies, and you want the highest possible rate on all your currencies, and it's available. All you have to do is ask for it. All right? All right. Care says, have the markets been alerted of any changes impending? No. All right. Infinite Power says, do you think the stock market will crash before the RV happens? <laughs> no, I mean, why would the stock market crash in order for the RV to happen? I mean, what what is going on that's going to crash the stock market? That's what I don't understand. Um, the virus is supposedly going down. Uh, the, the globe is opening up more countries. Some few of them lower going on restriction, but um, the price of oil is going up. Uh, the price of digital currencies are going up, or crypt- cryptocurrencies is going up. Um, our economy, along with some others that have decided to do stimulus packages, are putting more money into the economy. People are buying. I mean, there's so much money right now, or projected money, and people with money, that they can't even hire people. They're saying manufacturing can't get people to come back to work yet because it's too much money. I see, you know, help wanted signs everywhere because nobody wants to work now because there's too much money. I, I don't understand what is supposed to be crashing the market. So uh, help me out with that one. And why would the RV need to wait for the market crash to happen when it's supposed to be stimulating the economy? And you got to remember our country more than any because we have more denarians more than any. We have more dinar bought by our government, and so is more than any. So I, I don't understand it. All right, what's next? Nineball says, is a rock waiting on $70 oil? Brent crude is over 69 today. Is Iraq rock waiting for what? The $70? $70. No, they're not waiting for $70. And, and again, it's been there. I mean, it is getting to $70. I don't think that's what they're waiting for. You guys got to remember something as we look at this. The uh, budget was written at $42. So we're already at $65, $66, which they've been for a while. So there's more than enough money. There's excess money. So what do they need to wait for? 
Today, yes, it's at $69.63, almost $70, which means they have even more excess money. And what they're saying is because of the price of oil, they don't have to do a supplementary budget. They don't have to because they'll already be six months into the year. So they're saying they're not even. But what they will have is an abundance of money. They won't have the deficit that they built the budget on. It was built with a deficit that has already been reclaimed because they're already over $60. So there's no deficit in the budget. What do they need to wait for? Nothing. I thought they were waiting, trying to get their reserves back to $70 million in their, or $70 billion in their reserves, which they could or not because they're not putting it back out now. They had 61 in January. But with the, uh, with the rates staying where it is, they're getting more and more each month. I thought that could have been something because that's where they wanted to be between 70 and 90 when they did the RV itself to justify the up to the $16 rate. So that could have been something, but I, I, nobody's actually said that. But just waiting for oil to get back to $70. No, oil's going to be $80 in the middle of summer, $90, probably 100 by the end of the year based on what's going on now. Okay, what's next? Five callers are next. First one is... Okay, hold on, wait. Zero. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Wait, wait then. Okay, so hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to see this. Let me read this real quick. Okay. So, I, just, I got a, a, a birthday card yesterday. And this lady told me that she's been through it for a while, waiting on the RV and she says, my little son, my little man loves that song, Waiting on the RV, and the birthday song. So she sent me pictures of him waiting, and he's a paraplegic. And she sent me pictures of him waiting on the RV when, I don't know, he was 10 years old, I guess. And then she said he is now 27. He just turned 27. And uh, I'm trying to find his name. I can't find his name. Anyway, oh. she wrote something to you, too. I don't know why. But anyway. <laughs> so anyway. I'll show it. So. <laughs> oh, she said he ended up with autism due to MTS. But she don't tell me his name. I wanted to play the birthday song for him. She don't even tell me her name. She just sent me happy birthday in a car. Okay. Let me see. Well, maybe he heard it when we played it earlier for him. Um, That's okay. I want you to play it for him. Brother. His birthday. His birthday. Oh, his birthday today? He's listening. Yeah. Okay. We don't know who who he is, but we're gonna play it for him. Okay. <laughs> no, actually, she said, "Please don't use my name." I wanna wanna wish you a happy birthday. Okay. I wanna wanna help you celebrate. I wanna help you eat your cake. 
party, party in the island way. You'll be jamming all night till the light of day. Your birthday, birthday is your day to shine. Another year and you'll be looking fine. So have a no worries, don't you hesitate. Happy birthday to me. Okay, I'm going to send you a copy of this letter because she sent part of it to you, too. So. Okay. okay. All right. All right. I wanted to get that out there, though. Thank you. Oh, one more thing real quick. Somebody sent me uh, 25 pounds of M&M's. That's mm-hmm. a whole lot of M&M's. <laughs> I did get it yesterday. Just so they know, 25 pounds of M&M's. Yes, sir. Fresh from the factory. All right. Thank you. All right, go ahead. Okay. First live person is 404, area code. You are on. Good afternoon, Ray. Good morning, Tony. Hey. appreciate all of this. Um, happy birthday, one and all, and enjoy those 25 pounds of M&Ms. That's amazing. Um, Tony, <laughs> in, in your opening monologue, you uh, actually addressed the topic that I was uh, interested in, that is Eid holiday coming up, and yet the the Council of Ministers uh, shutting everything down during that, that time frame. And I was curious to know what kind of response, if there's been time for you to get that, in terms of how the Iraqi people actually are responding to the fact that they have been through all of the fasting period getting down into the final stretch of having the celebration time frame and now everything that they would be going to on the malls and everything else being shut down what kind of response seems to me that they are not going to be happy campers i, I know but that's what's confusing about it and, it, and it's and have you so heard crazy. anything from your iraqi people <laughs> as to how they actually are are, are they even aware of it yet they're aware of it because it's all over the news and everything else. But they're also the ones who, and again, you guys got to remember, this is just courtesy. Guys in Baghdad are upset, man, because they don't know what's going on. But Kurdistan is saying, hey, we're going to get paid doing EID, so we're good. They think we're good and things are, are about to get better. So they don't mind. But I don't understand announcing three days of celebration and then announcing 10 days of shutting the country down during the same time frame. And, you know, you almost go, who does this make sense to? How can we celebrate if you just shut all the malls down, stores, all the restaurants, all the schools? I mean, they said everything is shut down for 10 days. Then how do we celebrate? Where do we celebrate? How do we go? They didn't say banks, though. They did not say banks. I don't know why not to go and do this exchange process. So no, I haven't talked to anyone else about it yet. I know before I read that ten days, they were excited about getting paid on EIB. I do know that. You know, it, it's interesting, and I, I know that we we tended to have discounted uh, the parallels that we saw with, with Kuwait, uh, what, 20, 
30 years ago when they did their evaluations. But I must say that lurking in the back of my mind, I can't help but wonder, is this going to be the greatest surprise kind of thing that they want to spring on their people, and it's giving them 10 days of, you know, that they would get it on the, the 12th, have 10 days to do their celebrations because it's been lifted. And then we see things toward the, the end where they've gotten their 10 days of, you know, celebrating. That's what's going through my dinar-tainted mind here. So um, just, I guess, editorial comment. Back to your Kurdistan comments. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who is actually telling Kurdistan to expect this? If they are getting the message but Baghdad isn't, who's, who's doing the telling of, you know, you, you can expect it in, in Kurdistan? I don't know. I didn't ask them, was it their finance minister or or Bazani or here? Uh, actually, he just said, this is what we're being told. So I actually didn't even ask him who was telling them that. Just I know I have uh, three people who live in Kurdistan, and two of them are saying that's what they're being told. Okay. Well, it looks like there may be a, a call come Friday or whatever. So inquiring minds would like to know. So please ask your folks. Where are they getting this message from and, and like, and perhaps they can also tell us how angry the people are that they suddenly are, are being put into a 10-day lockdown when they were expecting to get paid. And 10 days from whenever all this insanity comes to a conclusion, we know that that's when our TNT super fantastic or pay-it-forward project is going to be. And that's what we're all looking forward to. And, again, appreciate all you do for us, guys, dotting the I's, crossing the T's. Have a great day. All right. Thank you. All right. Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. 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 360 area code. You are on. Morning, Tony. Afternoon, Ray. It's Walt. How you doing? Hey, good morning. How, How are, are you, sir? <laughs> I hate to brag. No, it's all good. I'm, uh, I guess I'm probably like everybody else. I'm excited for this to happen. And, uh, doesn't do any good to lament on the stuff that's going on to uh, hold things up, but I think it's, uh, however it is, it's part of the process, and we're just going through it to get to it. So I uh, I think that the philosophy that I'll take to prevent me from getting ulcers or uh, losing sleep at night. Um, I'm wondering, Tony, what, what you think of the – question that has to be popping into the bank's mind, because I know every time that we hear we're moving forward, but it doesn't appear as such, and um, I guess the the frustration that, that those folks have to have um, in being told any minute, any minute, any minute, and it doesn't seem to happen. Um, minutes turned into hours, hours to weeks, days, days to weeks, and weeks to months. So I just, uh, I guess I'm, I'm wondering about the, the actual credibility of the, of the folks that are giving them the information, and um, whether or not that they're they're beginning to question it. But I, I still contend, and, and I don't think it's changed that um, as long as it doesn't happen, somebody's stealing. Now maybe it's us stealing from them. Who knows? Uh, because we were we were part of a deal to begin with, and we had people stealing, 
and of all the money that was going over there and getting sent back to them. So I guess that's the that's the part that I I don't seem to to grasp. Um, what, in your opinion, is the effect upon the flow of money back from whatever is being taken and given over there and flowing back to whoever it is that's getting it here? There's never been anything done or said about that. And I'm curious as to why do you think that is? Hmm. Well, you had a whole lot in that space. Man. Let me put it this way, Tony. The, the, the opportunity for a rant is wide open. <laughs> okay, so what is really going on, and are, are we losing confidence in it could happen any minute? Let's start right there. Right. Sure. The banks are having daily conference calls with the Treasury Department, and we know that. Sometimes once, sometimes twice a day, even three times a day. So I'm saying whoever they're having conference calls with at the Treasury Department doesn't know any more than they do, or they wouldn't tell them the same thing over and over and over again, or their belief is so out the window, I mean, they believe what they're saying. As maybe they could. They could think it could be any minute. But we have to realize nobody's going to know until after it happens. They want us all to be confused. They even want certain markets to lose confidence in this so they'll jump in afterwards and push it up. So there's a method to the madness. They don't even want, and, and what we see us continuing to buy dinar every day, getting richer and richer. They like the fact that it is slowed down because it has slowed down a whole lot. People aren't buying dinar like they were, so Iraqi economy is not growing, so the money is not flowing, so we're not stealing it like we were when everybody was buying it. might have something to do with that Tony guy telling everybody to buy dong instead. It was a better deal. I don't know, but they try to try to cut that off. I, I don't know, but it's not being bought like it was, which is okay, because the economy is growing back itself through the oil. So we're not stealing it, but they're not stealing it. Remember before, years ago, when it was going out the back door to CBI because it was so much money moving, and it wasn't going out the front door. It was going out the back door. We, well, everybody's watching that now. So now everything is more transparent. They can watch the flow. That's why it's hurting Iran more now than it was for the last 10 years because they're getting less and less. The auctions are shrinking down again, and less is moving over to them, causing them to want to negotiate even more. So that's what we have to look at. The, the tighter the, you know, the, the news can get around their neck, for lack of better way to say it, <laughs> the more they're willing to negotiate, okay, and do things when, when they have this meeting here about going back to the Iran agreement, even though we're hearing different things. Also, you know, Iran is feeling the effect because every day there's more missile attacks. More missile attacks, they're trying to get us to move off of the dime. Well, we're trying to stretch it out. Iraq probably be ready to do it tomorrow. 
But if we're just trying to stretch it out so we can get as much as we can get out of it, they can get as much as they can get out or identify as many um, criminals or crooked people or those still as they can to the ultimate minute or when they decide it, which we hope is EID. So we can get this thing over is what we're looking at as far as why it happened. As far as why the banks keep believing the Treasury, why do we keep believing the banks? Because we know the history of the event. We know where they're trying to get to, and we know it has to happen sooner or later. We just don't know when later is, and we always want it sooner. So anytime somebody say tomorrow or any minute now, that's what we want to believe, tomorrow or any minute now. So I put some benchmarks in mind that I've told you guys about before, and that because I hear it so often, because I hear it from so many sources every day in different levels, you know, our committee guy sent us something about somebody getting paid, somebody else told us making like, appointments today, the bank said they did this, and, and I got to hear all that and say, okay, but we're not going, and I know we're not going because Texas is not on standby. So so I know that. I know they're still doing things, but we're not at the let's go part because Texas is not even on standby, and we're not going without them. I know because, you know, uh, the markets haven't been notified. <laughs> and I may not want to wait till two hours ahead, but I know they haven't been notified. I know my global trader hasn't called me. So I know a lot of things that have happened in the past and need to happen haven't happened yet. But I know we're getting ever closer, and maybe they're going to do all those at the last minute now because they know we're looking for that. But I'm not disappointed because sure. I, I see where we're going. I know Iraq cannot keep their people down when the price of oil is going up. They keep seeing how much money they have now, everything else, and, and they keep seeing they're the richest country in the region. Then why do we live like this? Why is our rate so low? Why is our currency worthless? So I know all those things can't happen. So I'm saying when do we get to the breaking point? But every day we get closer. And I'm thinking the people at the bank don't know what we know. You guys got to remember that. They don't know everything we know. So they get excited every time the Treasury calls or they get worn out either way. You know, people on the streets or, or the hedge funds, they're not following it the way we are, so they don't have the details. So maybe it doesn't wear on them as much as it wears on us because they get the call every day, once a day. They sit at their desk. I mean, you know, they're still getting pizza delivered. They still get to play cards and dominoes. They're getting paid. And they're just going about life. They don't care. They don't have currency. They're not about to be rich. That's us. Sure. Sure. Did I get most of it in there? Okay. <laughs> no, Tony, I honestly, I, I'm really grateful for that perspective because it's, it is uh, it's intuitive in a lot of respects, and, and and for sure I appreciate that. But the last thing that I right. wanted to say was I know there's a lot of us that are in Texas, the southeast, and and working its way up the east coast that have been having their whole lives turned upside down by these tornadoes and so forth that have hit there. And I just hope that uh, those people in our group, and as well as everybody else, obviously, is uh, – 
surviving and doing okay and not not having loss of life in their families and so forth. But uh, just uh, wanted to pass a word out to them to know that this will happen and then their ability to respond will be obviously enhanced when it does. So all the best uh, to them, and thanks, Tony, and thanks, Ray, for everything. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you, sir. And, guys, yeah. everybody's going through something. But, and, and I've been telling for years, the worst thing, the worst possible thing you could do is sell your currency back because that's your lifeline. That's the one thing you know one day will change your entire life. Nothing else is going to do what that can do. So I don't care what you're going through, and a lot of people are going through a lot of stuff, hold on to that currency because that's your lifeline. All right, thanks, Walt. We appreciate you. All right. Okay, 386 area code, you are on. 386-916. Okay, 972 area code, you are on. Hey, fellas, Danny in Dallas. Danny in Dallas. Hey, man, how you doing? Hey, it's a beautiful day in paradise. Once again. I thought you were in Dallas. Yeah, I... <laughs> we, it's synonymous. Okay. Paradise, oh, Dallas, even sounds the same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, I did mention Waxahachie a while back. Uh, I think it made the national news. We had a little uh, number two sty- uh, style tornado come through and knock some trailer houses apart. But uh, there is a place called Waxahachie, and we know what it means now, don't we? Oh, yeah. Yes, we do. And it's opposite of paradise. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Tony, I, I appreciate your explanation on uh, banks needing to print or have money that's printed uh, and it going crazy. Um, I'm, I'm, a couple of things. You know, we've, we've talked about uh, blaming um, Iraq recently because it's any minute now, but they haven't done it. And in the past, we've also blamed the U.S. Treasury for kind of leading us one direction and and all the time knowing it's not going that direction. So I'm wondering if it's just impossible at this point to take anybody's word for it. We know that they're, they've uh, encouraged the banks to line up their people, get their VIPs, their, their wealth, wealthy people. They've encouraged that, and the banks are not doing it because of what happened five years ago with the family and friends, and then the banks were all caught up in that and, and uh, probably spent billions out, and then uh, that's, that'll make you gun-shy with me. So if they're printing money right and left, working overtime, that doesn't seem like that that really should be the problem. When people start calling into the 800 numbers, which will be the main flow of activity, those who find out later won't be calling the 800 number, just those of us who have been staying in touch. Now, I don't know how many that is. Is it 250, 750,000? Is it a, a couple of million? I don't know. But <clears throat> that those who have been paying attention know that it's not, cash that we're concerned about. It's going to be the digital part. So it doesn't seem like in my in my 
meager Texas thinking that that is a real holdup. I'm willing to to go exchange and have uh, uh, bank cards. That doesn't require cash. So help me with these this thinking. Do we just assume that that thing they can come up with now, or is it really um, they're just not ready, or is it just the EID uh, situation? Help me, brother. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know. Because here's the thing. We went through this in January, remember? Treasury was yes. printing money like crazy, getting ready for the RV. But they came, well, the difference is now there's another stimulus package. We got to have enough money to cover this $2 trillion stimulus package and enough money to cover the RV. Well, we had a million people who wanted money or 5 million people who were going to go through in 10 days. Now we got 50, 60 million people who get these check cards every week, and they go where? Right to the bank to get money because <laughs> that's what they do when they get the stimulus checks or they get this, what do you call it, um, EDD checks or whatever, yeah. When they, when they get that money every week, they go get cash. <laughs> They're not me and you. They go to that ATM machine. They take their card in their bank. They want cash. They don't know how to spend that. So nothing like that. So when a bank normal um, threshold again is two hundred thousand, and now they put two trillion additional out there and every week, they're putting more and more people out there and giving them these cars with this EDD money, these stimulus checks, and now we come along ten million strong, five million strong, and we all want you know cash money because everybody wants cash. You can say what you want to say. When they go do their exchange, they're going to get that debit card, but I need some cash in my hand to know this is real. I need to see this. I want 5000 I want 7000 Well, depending on how many people that bank is processing, they can't do that. I mean, they're not going to take a bank that has 100000 limits and now put $5 million in that little bank just because they don't know how many people come through. The bank only gets delivered, you know, that week until they order money. Once a week, unless they order it. So now all those rules have to change. So I don't know what the dollar amount is. I know the bank said, hey, this is what's going on in our meeting today. And I know the Treasury told me that two days before. So I said, okay. I know they don't know each other. I know they're talking about it. And they're saying, this is what we're going through right now. Okay, but does that stop it? No, is that delayed? I mean, y'all just have to work harder. We knew this was coming. We didn't know Biden was going to do his package, but he did. But I don't even know that that's all of it. They're still going to be doing that when it happens because money's still going to be changing. I looked more at the EID thing than anything because he told me that a month and a half ago it's going to go during Ramadan or EID. That's when it's going to go. Okay, we're still in Ramadan. The EID has to come. So we're still in that window. They're seeing any minute. When the treasury keeps something could happen at any minute, they're not lying. It's like when the banks told everybody, you know, there are dinar scams out there. They weren't lying. The dinar's not a scam, but there are dinar scams. The treasury can tell them it could be any minute. Because it could be they can say we made enough money or there's enough time or 
Whatever it is, let's not wait. Let's shock the world and do it any minute. So I do look at it. I just don't expect it any minute. I expect it doing EID, the time of giving, because that would make sense since it's Iraq and they're doing it and we're this close to it. That's just oh, I see I all kind of reasons, yeah, for that for that to be true. It's both religious fervor. Uh, everybody likes to shot in the arm every now and then. And then political fervor. You know, look at us. We're the, big, we're the big nation. We're the wealthy nation. I understand those things. Help me with the calendar, uh, last of all. Today is Wednesday. The 12th is also next Wednesday. And then the, the EID celebration will take it through the 16th, which will put it on the following weekend. So that's, that's generally good timing. I don't understand like 404, all the buildings being shut, or businesses being shut down. But uh, that may be part of the smoke and mirrors. Uh, uh, I, I just don't understand. But the calendar is right that way, right? Next Wednesday, is, um, Ramadan is done. EID has begun. And it'll take it through the weekend. That's kind of a place right. we and can they said on. the 17th would be a regular business day. That's what they said. The 17th is regular business day on Monday. But that's before they came out with the 10 days of shutdown, the 12th through the 22nd. So nobody understands it because it just happened today and it doesn't really make sense. How are we going to celebrate if we're on lockdown? EID is the time yes, of sir. giving, but you just shut the malls down, the restaurants down, the schools down, everything for 10 days and why do you pick 10 days from now instead of tomorrow? Okay. To shut the country would, down. Yeah. And say it's because of COVID, because that's what they're saying, because right. of COVID. Which doesn't okay. Make sense. <laughs> I work for a man who's, uh, who's uh, got some rental property, and we got he's got a few hardheads that won't pay him rent. He went into court last week and got a judgment in his favor because the lady who was uh, supposed to be paying the rent hadn't paid it since November, and she said she was on the way to the to the hospital because she's got COVID now. That they, everybody uses that for an excuse. So here we go. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen. I I think that uh, all we can do is kind of watch for the flags, and you guys are the flag wavers, and I sure appreciate that. But all I right. think. Well, well. I think well, the I can wait. Yeah. Okay, so just so you know, today, right now, federal judge vacates the CDC eviction moratorium, which has kept really? millions of Americans in their homes. Vacated it today. So people are going to start getting evicted today. Oh, my. Well, it, it, is, there, is there a tentacle going that direction that is part of this whole system? Is that a knowledgeable rescinding of a uh, of a, um, a ruling because perhaps finances are about to get a little more lucrative? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I, I just know they ruled today that moratorium is over with. And a lot of All people right. haven't been paying their rent, mortgage, everything else. We're about to have a world of hurt. All right? Oh, my. Ain't that the truth? Okay, I'm going to get off here. Thank you so much for your work. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, sir.
Trilogy may increase your risk of thrush. 208, area code, you're on. Couple your doctor, if in breathing, chest pain, mouth or tongue swelling, problems can you hear it? Pain occur. Okay, I'm I guess not. Oh, man. You're talking about one daily trilogy and... 916, area code, you are on. 916, okay. I'm not sure if this is me or not. Yes, it is you. Yep, it's you. Go for it. Oh, thank you. Oh, so exciting. Ten years of listening to you guys. I can't believe that I'm on, and I thank you for just being there. I uh, We appreciate... Your diligence, your research, your giving of times. Uh, I'm going to say I've probably listened to you close to a thousand times. We've contributed over the years, and so now I'm just saying thank you over and over. Um, I have one precise question. I'm I'm not sure how to answer this, but I'll direct it to Tony. Uh, This is the month I believe that the 13303 is to be signed, which is each year. Is that correct? That is correct. Is there a possibility that it won't be signed? And if not, do we lose out on all of this opium that we've had all these years? I don't see any possibility at all that it won't be signed. Now, I can say that because the President of the United States was one of the guys who signed it for eight years in a row. Okay? When he was Vice President, he was in charge of the whole Iraq thing. And he made sure it got signed for eight years in a row. I'm pretty sure he is going to sign it. Okay. I could stay on and just continue to say thank you. I needed that answer from you. I hope that it's true. I wish you all the best. We may meet. I only live about 12 miles from you, Tony. Uh, It'd be great to meet some other day. Thank you, Ray, for everything you do behind the scenes. Yes, sir. Uh, Can't say thank you enough, but goodbye for today. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you, sir. 281, area code, you are on. Good morning, good afternoon. How are you all doing? Greetings. And tabulous, sir. To good the morning. And yourself. I'm good, thank you. Hello, Tony. Good morning, how are you? I'm super fantastic. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I'm dazzling. <laughs> Is that better? Okay. <laughs> What's going on with you? Yeah. Look, I've been trying to get on, and I know Ray. Look, I, it bounced me on and off, on and off. Ain't this amazing? Oh, sorry to hear that. You know, um, and it's not my phone, Tony. Okay. <laughs> not your Kmart phone. Uh, I think it's where I'd be located at the time. um, You had mentioned in the beginning about the investments. They were still talking about investments, right? Who is they? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh In the beginning... You know the investment. Say about the, did you say about the investments or something about you know the project? Or, or, or okay, let's do it like this. Did have they talked any more about the project? Are you talking about the IMF or are you talking about something else? 
Yes, the IMF, and then you know they, you know, earlier was over the over the years they have talked about even projects being here in the U.S. Okay, all right. So uh, IMF, we won't find out until after the RV happens itself. Okay, humanitarian projects are things you can get with the bank with and do that. There's no requirement for you to be involved in humanitarian projects. Nobody can tell you what to do with your money. And then we were just talking about generally yourself as an investor now, as somebody who's helping your city, state, county, go out there and look at what projects are you can become involved in and help make some changes and pay it forward while you're making some money. So there's always going to be things, especially now with the stimulus package coming out, the economy turning around, and everybody's trying to start doing something or building something. There's going to be great opportunities out there. Right. I was speaking with someone this morning. We were talking about, like, two areas on the other side of Atlanta where it's, like, no poverty, but it's big.
and not in other parts? How can they do that? I mean, <laughs> I'm confused. Well, let me ask you a question. More important than that, <laughs> what makes you think they can do that? Well, I mean, it didn't make sense. That's why I asked the question. I mean, but I know when in your opening statement you said that Kurdistan was kind of excited that they are expecting the rate to change during EID, I think. Okay. So listen. Yeah, yeah. We've been doing this for 15 years now. now. And I've been giving you guys information before you see it in the news, before some other guru tells you, before uh, how do we see it in, anywhere else. And, I, and I've been telling you for years now that Kurdistan has always been ahead of Baghdad. They give us okay. the information two days a week or a couple weeks in front of Baghdad because they always have since we've been doing this. Hey, this is what's going to happen. Now, a lot of times, first and beginning, it happens just like that. In two days, we see it. Three days, we see it. We're getting it all out of there. Then they say, hey, it should happen Friday, and it happens the following Friday or that, because it may not happen just like this. But they've always been ahead of Baghdad with the information, not implementing uh-huh. it. It will be implemented the same day and time all throughout the country. They're just being told about it ahead of time. That's all. I get you. Okay. All right. So if they are saying this now and they're ahead of schedule or ahead of everybody else getting this information, could this happen before EID? Since the information is, we could possibly be early? It could happen any time. Like they say any okay. minute. It could happen any minute. They could just do it. You know, and okay. say, all right, we're ready yeah. to go, go. The plan okay. is what Kurdistan is being told is for it to be doing EID. Now, EID. again, mm-hmm. they didn't just learn this over the weekend. He told me that a month ago. It just didn't make sense to me because it didn't make sense. <laughs> he said a month okay. ago that, hey, doing Ramadan or doing EID is what is actually going to happen. And I'm like, mm-hmm. everybody says now. Everybody says a minute now, you know. But so far, he's right. Okay. So um, I know in your opening statement, you shared with us that some of the banks um, were saying that they were trying to get authorization to exchange some people. So my question is, if they have been given the, the permission to go from the Treasury, why would they have to get authorization now? It wouldn't make sense to me. If you already, is there a certain code that they have to get, even though they've been given permission? No. So let me explain it. Let me see. Okay. Who's in charge of Chase? You know. Of Chase. You said who's yeah. in charge of Chase? Yep. Who's well, in charge the of Treasury? Chase? Right. Wouldn't it be the Treasury? No. No, who's sure. in charge of the bank? Jamie Diamond. So All the banks. Jamie okay, Diamond yeah. runs the bank, and the treasury okay. says, hey, Jamie, go ahead and do it. It's cool. You guys can go ahead and get started. I mean, because it's going to happen, so go ahead and start paying people. And Jamie Diamond says, uh-uh, you know what? Fool me once, shame on me. 
fool me or you. Shame, fool me twice. Shame on me. You know, three times. Okay. So Jamie Diamond says, "Guess what? Okay, thank you, but we're not gonna do that." <laughs> so oh. then your wealth manager says, "Hey, man, you got all this money here. I gave you some. I'm gonna try to get authorization to pay you, not to pay a million okay. people, but to pay you." And that's what he's trying to do, get authorization to pay him. Oh, I didn't say okay. the bank was I trying guess. to get authorization. There's wealth managers out there trying to get authorizations to proceed. Okay, so for isolated issues. Okay. Um, on the – are you, I guess, in the mindset of the dinar – having to be depegged from the dollar inside of Iraq and then outside of Iraq it would be I don't know how that works, depegged or pegged again, but from what we're hearing or at least I'm hearing in the Dinar community from people, they're saying that they okay. feel that the do- the dinar has to be depegged from the dollar. And I'm assuming that's inside of Iraq, and then it would be pegged to a Middle Eastern basket, and it would peg back to the dollar inside that basket. So, are you familiar with that? Is that any anything that okay? We the dinar is always going to be pegged to the basket. Okay, the basket okay. of currencies. Always going. That was always going to happen. Has nothing to do with what we're doing because it's going to happen in in the instant. The dinar okay. in country is going to be one to one with the dollar. Right. That, that has been for mm-hmm. the last 15 years. Nobody's telling us anything new. When it happens, it's mm-hmm. going to be one to one. The international rate, which will be a basket of currencies, is going to take it to 371 to 571, depending on whatever the oil is, even higher when it comes up. There's nothing to do mm-hmm. with stopping RV because they will both happen together. They're not going to do one-to-one for a month and then do the international rate. They're not going to depeg mm-hmm. it for a week, three weeks, and it be pegged to what? Nothing before it is uh, pegged to the basket of currency. Well, Again, I think what they were saying is that once we see it depeg is when we should get excited because that's when we know everything is getting ready to kick off pretty much in so many words. So. I guess that's why I was asking, what, does that have to happen first? Do we have to see that happen first before we see this thing? No, because you're not going to see it happen. We're that's what I'm telling you. Okay. When All it right. goes one-to-one in country, there will be an international rate, and the RV will occur. Okay. You're not going to see that happen. Okay. All right. Well, okay. those were my questions. And I right. guess well, okay. I will talk to you guys later. Thank you, sir. And let's hope we do the same soon. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Have a great day. Okay. 208. Are you ready? 208, area code. Are you ready? Apparently not. All right, so that takes us to uh, 217. Hello, Tony. Hello, Ray. Greetings. Hey, uh, good morning. How are you? Yeah, good morning in the afternoon. Well, I'm doing pretty good, just trying to catch up on what's going on. I guess I 
really don't have any questions, and but I don't understand the Ramadan and all of that stuff. But I guess it doesn't make any difference to me. I just want to know when the uh, that I'm around when. But anyway, you were saying then that could be the middle of uh, May or uh, to be notified is what you're, somebody was telling you then now. Well, they're saying that it should be doing EID, yep, which starts on okay. the 12th of May and goes through the 16th. According well, to what, what they put out. Yeah, now, I don't know. They've also EID. said, yeah, it was supposed to go to, from the 12th to the 19th, but they haven't voted on it yet. So we don't know yeah. which one's going to happen. But now they've come out and said the lockdown for the entire country is going to be the 12th through the 22nd. So looks like somebody's going to get awful hungry. Yeah. So, I mean, they're saying they're shutting down the malls and everything. They say the market, though. But everything else is it, just crazy. And they didn't say the banks either. But they're shutting down the country. And no large gatherings. There are no gatherings. So there's going to be no celebrations. So it's yeah. kind of weird. But okay. Well, I've been talking to my group and told them uh, what you were saying. So, uh how how far away would they uh, – oh, we're 100 and some miles from St. Louis. Would that possibly be the area we'd go to? I, I have no I, idea. I don't know. You can go – where do you live? In Illinois. Yeah, I mean, there's other cities around St. Louis, right? I mean, yeah. you don't have to drive from where there's banks. You got banks in your town. Then, yeah, you could go right there to one of those. Uh, I don't know how much currency you have. So what size of banks are do you have to go to? But I wouldn't think you have well, to drive 100 miles to go to your exchange. Well, uh, I don't have any big banks unless I go to Springfield either. So I don't even know what's there. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. But I all guess right, thank you, sir. Huh? All right. God bless you. No, go ahead. Did you want to say something? Oh, okay. Now I was saying I guess that's all I had for today. Thank you very much. All righty. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. 610 area code. You are on. Good afternoon, Ray. And good Greetings, morning, sir. Tony. It is G-Man NPA. Yes, hey, man, how you doing? Doing super fantastic. Oh, gentlemen, it's another dynamite day here in the USA. And ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony used to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to make donations in order to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red donate button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your check or money order made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, 
Elm City, that's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And for those of you who'd like to donate electronically, we're utilizing the Venmo app to do that. And when you go into the Venmo app, click on the business profile. And in the business profile, type in, in all capital letters, TNT, hit the space bar once, and in all capital letters, the word super fantastic. Again, for those of you who'd like to donate electronically, we're using the Venmo app. When you go into the Venmo app, click on the business profile. And in the business profile, type in in all capital letters, TNT, hit the space bar once, and in all capital letters, the word super fantastic. And your donations will go through electronically. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. And when you are sending in your donations, please remember to include your phone number. That way it will make it easier for Ray to track those donations as they come in. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members still out there, making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RV so we can get all that banking information. And as Ray has taught us, remember, verification, negotiation, diversification, protect your principal. KYW, know your worth. And Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. And rally, 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 so I can come join you and enjoy some of that good home style, North Carolina barbecue. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite rest of the day. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you, sir. Really do appreciate it. All right. You're very welcome, gentlemen. Okay. 912, area code, you are on. Hello, Ray and Tony. How's it going? This is Fuse on the board. Hey, sir. I'm going super good, thank fantastic. You. How are you doing? I'm super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the yes degree. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Look, uh, Tony, I was listening to your opening uh, monologue, and you it don't sound like you're buying this whole idea about uh, shutting down for 10 days due to COVID during during the Eve period. And, it, and, and, and neither, neither am I because when I look at the COVID numbers, the COVID numbers in Iraq were higher during the period of April 17th than they are today and yesterday. And so how do you project out to shut down the country and all the activity during uh, Eid, Atar. So I'm not buying it out. It sounds like you're not buying it. <laughs> well, I'm not, but for the same reasons, because it's not making sense. All right? You're not yeah. shutting the country down now. You're letting everybody in for Ramadan. You're not taking any precautions. We're not hearing anything in the news about your numbers going up, about deaths everywhere. You're getting your your, your stimulus 
I mean, your uh, vaccines. So there, there isn't a whole lot out there. So I'm surprised. Well, where does the ten day lockdown come from out of nowhere? <laughs> if they're saying, well, maybe we want to do it because of all the people that came in for Ramadan ten days after, better safe than sorry. But say that. But just to do it out of nowhere and say it's because of of COVID, I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. And and to do it during your, you know, EID celebration time of giving, when you're supposed to be partying, you're seeing no crowds, no people, malls, everything <laughs> shut down. The malls and everything's open right now. Go ahead. Go in there and get as much, you know, COVID as you want to. But on the 12th, we're going to cut you off. I mean, that makes sense to me, but maybe I don't know everything. But it's one of two things. EID could have been the 72 hours they asked for years ago, this whole 10 days. Could have been the 10 days they wanted for themselves because the whole country shut down. I I, I don't see it, that's all. It could have, but we don't see it. I don't see it either. And I was thinking about an article I read two uh, three years ago, it was a Shia woman in Iraq, a mother, who actually uh, was reminiscing in this article about Eid Atar, get this, during the Saddam era and how wonderful it was. Now, she's a Shia, and we all know Saddam was Sunni and, and dominated the Shias uh, during that rule. But she was reminiscing. She just wanted her children to experience Eid Atar the way they did at the end of Ramadan during the Saddam era. So when I take all that into consideration and how big this is, it it it, it begins to make sense. They might drop this thing right before Eid so that folks can get some shopping done and everything and then use that period for Eid to uh, enjoy company uh, uh, with their families. But it's just interesting. It, it, it's, it's very exciting. Thank you guys so much for what you're doing, and uh, we appreciate it. You all have a great one, okay? Take care. All right. All thank right. you, sir. Thanks, sir. 501 area code. You are on. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to participate in your call, and you broached on this question, two or three-part question today and in previous days, but I'm wondering who do we believe? We've been told it's in Texas. Who in Texas is going to have the final decision? We've been told it's a treasury. Who does it there? We've been told it's the Fed. Who does it there? We've been told it's, a, it's bad. Uh, this administration is so dysfunctional, it may be up to have Maxine Waters. So I'd like to know if we can ever get the straight story out of anybody. I know you guys are telling the truth, or I feel you are. You just pass along what you're told. But when are we ever going to get the straight story on this deal? You're going to get that straight story on exactly who did what from the History Channel 10 years from now. That's when you're going to get the straight deal, okay? Other than that, we're not going to know until it happens. And we're not going to know after then who is the person who said go, because we're not supposed to know that. But we will know. History will tell us exactly what happened and when it happened and why it happened. We'll just be in the moment. Now, we never said Texas makes the decision because Texas doesn't make the decision. I said we won't go without Texas. That won't happen. 
but we won't go without any other state either. And the reason I keep saying Texas is because all the other states are ready to go, and Texas is not. But we're not going to go without them. Again, when the service there, when the person who put this together lives there, when the majority of denarians, I think outside of California, are in Texas, the majority of the denarians. They have more denarians than any other state, I think, outside of Texas. We're not going to, I mean, outside of California. We're not going to go without this. That's just a telltale sign. That's all. The U.S. Treasury makes the decision and been making it for years. They have the power to veto it. But they're saying it's a go. Again, we don't know. They've already set the date and time. They know what it is. We just have to wait until it comes because everything else is already done that they've ever said needed to be done. Iraq is not fighting anywhere. Their government is not fighting. There's nothing public. Kurdistan, Baghdad is not fighting. Their parliament's not fighting. Nobody's fighting for anything, declaring anything needs to be done, laws are approved and nothing. They're just living life now, getting things ready for when the investors come in and they're going out meeting them. That means everything is finally done that needs to be done as far as their government's concerned, as far as changing the rate. The CBI has the authority to do that, and they know when they're going to do it. We're just waiting for it. Well, so you're okay. Yeah, the left-handed way of saying it could happen next month, next year, or next eons, right? It could, but that's not the plan, and I don't think it's going to. I, and, I, and I don't think all that far. Like I said, oil is going up. They use that as an excuse for years. They got plenty of money. Their currency can't be worthless if they're going to be the richest country over there or one of the richest. How do you do that if your currency is worthless? They started the white paper. is to give people jobs. They're rebuilding their country. How do they do that with no money or worthless currency? See, none of that doesn't make any sense. Well, do, we have any, do you have any guess as to when this thing is going to come to fruition? I know it's a My guess. guess is what I'm hearing sometime this month, either during Ramadan or EID. Okay. Well, let's, let's give us something to do. Okay. Yes, sir. But, uh, All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. All right. Take care. 626. Here we go. You were on. Hi. Tony, Ray. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I have a question that I've held for goodness knows how long, and I um, would appreciate an answer from both Ray and from you too, Tony. I would like to ask (laughs) – yeah, you too, Ray. Um, As to the RB, um, I would like to give anonymously to people that I know of. There's a caregiver that I've seen, and I've, I've seen him for years in my neighborhood, there's a there's a garbage man that comes. There's a gardener that comes. I don't know them personally. I just know of their their work and what they've done over the years that I've known them. And I'd like to give to them, but I'd like to give to them anonymously and in an amount that would not jeopardize. And I believe that most everybody I'm talking about, maybe around 50 or over, and I'm not sure. 
and I'd like to be able to give to them once the RV happens. How do I do that anonymously? Okay, and you said is it a caretaker, and is it um, a, a, gar- a, a garbage uh, guy, uh, um, gardener, uh, people like those that I have seen in the neighborhood that are, are getting older and they're still doing their jobs and stuff like that, and I like to give to them anonymously, but in what amount and how do I do that? Okay, I don't know. You tell me the amount. What what amount are you trying to give them? What are you what are you saying? Okay. Thousands, hundreds, thousands. Thousands. I would, but I'd like to give them money so they wouldn't jeopardize anything else that they may be getting, like uh, Medicare or whatever else that they're getting. You know, any other subsistence. I don't know them, so I can't say what their circumstances are, but I know that they're working people and they're older, and I would like to be able to give to them anonymously with the with my RV. Okay. So what's wrong with them knowing Only way it's from you? Oh. Um, I just don't, because I want to give them a substantial amount, something that would make a difference in their lives, but I don't want them to I, I would rather give it anonymously than just give it to them. Okay. This is what I'll tell you to do. First of all, what? if you're concerned about what it's going to do to them, give it to them in cash because there's okay. no paper trail. <laughs> okay. okay. So they, they still all, have to declare it. If you don't. Well, you still have to risk them they declaring that they, they got the money or them telling a lie that they didn't get it. And if you don't want to put oh, people in a position where they're going to lie. And you need to forget that anonymous stuff because you need to talk to that person because your gift could hurt them. So you have to see what is they can receive or can't receive and then find a way to do it. But I, I don't see a, an effective way to do that anonymously without accidentally hurting the very person that you're trying to help. That's why I was asking you the question. So you're okay. saying that's, that's Ray's answer. It's not my answer. Okay. Now, I mean, right. Ray's answer is the right answer. My answer is you put it in the envelope, and if you don't want to hand it to them, you have somebody else hand it to them and say, hey, this has your name on it, and turn around and walk away. And they decide okay. what they're going to do. That's up okay. to them. So, now, Ray gave you what was right. I'm giving you what's reality. So, okay. okay. That, that, that's what I wanted to know. Uh, because I just didn't know how, because I don't know their circumstances, but I want to be able to give them, what do you think would be an amount that would make a difference in their life? 10000 20000 what? I don't know, because I don't know who they are. 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 And you don't know about it. But I'm going to tell you I what I'm going to do, okay? Okay. I, I'm putting $1,000 in envelopes every day. Because my goal to you guys is to give three thousand away at minimum, so I'll have a thousand dollars in the envelope, and I'm gonna hand it to somebody, and I'm gonna walk away, and they don't know who I am. I might not know who they are. They could be a waitress. Okay. They could be, you know, somebody out somewhere the other day, and lady was sweeping the floor and cleaning up trash, and, and I was happy, and she just had a smile. She said hello, and you know, I handed her a hundred dollars and just said thank you. That's, that's right. all because it was thank you. To do that, mm-hmm. not worried mm-hmm. about what it was going to do. A thousand dollars make a difference in somebody's life. They're probably not going to tell anybody. Ten thousand yeah. dollars, 
I mean, this supposed to clear like Ray said, somebody give it to you. But are they? I don't know. So that's yeah. what you have to look at because, again, I don't know everybody's life story, financial I wouldn't ask everybody that here. And, you know, hopefully they'll make a decision with cash that they can't make the other way. So that's just me. Now, Ray tell you the right okay. thing to do. I'm just telling you the reality. <laughs> but but okay. she, she said a well, substantial <laughs> amount. $1,000 is not a substantial amount of money. No, it's but not. these but folks, folks $10, call that, that wanted 10 is. That's a substantial amount of money to drop 10 grand on somebody yeah, that's never 10, had that before. That's a exactly. wallop. And, um, yeah, exactly. and it's good to do it if you can, but. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I don't know. I just, well, I, all I can say is I know I'm not trying to do any large uh, gifts like that anonymously. They're going to know it's from me. It's not because I'm bragging, but because I want to make sure that I'm not hurting them in the process. Well, I, I, I have my answer, and, and I know what I'm going to do. Um, thank you both for that um, uh, response. One other thing. Is there any way that I can send money by Zelle? Sure there is. Oh, you tell me. How? I thought you meant to the people you were. No, to you guys. I want to be able to send it to you guys. Both of my accounts are, I use Zelle, and that's easy for me. What, what can I, how do I do that? Um. Well, no, maybe try to, try to fit the, the, the Venmo if you can, because we don't have a Zelle for TNT. And oh, anything you don't. else, I'd have to inter, interface personal stuff, and that can get to be a little messy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Do you I have any challenges with the Venmo? You just can't make it work? or I, To be honest with you, I just now have the money, and I'm getting ready to do it, but I wanted to use Zelle because I, that's what I use. But I um, know how to do I it already. <laughs> I, well, it's, okay. it's set up with both of my, with my account, so I, I'd like to be able to use that. But if I, if you want me to use Venmo, I will definitely do that. Yes, please. And I will do that today, and I would encourage everybody else that listens like I do to please, 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 let's keep them on the air so we know what's going on. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, yes, Tony. Please. Appreciate you both. Listen, Bye if now. you don't, there is a um, QR code on Venmo, if you're not going uh-huh. to it, and if you just use the QR code, you can use your, you know, your card, and you don't have to have Venmo yourself. Okay. You know how to do that? A QR. You no, know, I have no you idea. You have the QR code with your camera. Okay. The camera what on your you phone. Say? You take a picture of the QR code. There's a QR code on our site, and if you just click on that with the camera, you know how to do that? Yes, These QR yes. codes with your phone, you just do that, uh-huh. and then it'll just automatically pay. You can do it that way, and then use your same okay. account. You don't have to use Venmo. Okay. All right, okay. thank you. That good. All right, thank you, guys. Bye All right, now. thank you very much. All righty, bye-bye. All right. All right, sir. It's time to wrap this one up. Man, I didn't think we were going to do a call at all, and then you got me doing overtime. What's going on? That's your fault. Look. <laughs> All right, guys. It is a good, good day, though. Things are moving forward, that's for sure. And, you know, they say it could be any minute, and we are just waiting, and that is the truth. They could do it at any minute, but they're choosing to do it when they get ready to do it, so we are waiting. 
But the thing about it, even now, banks are still saying it will be this month. Everybody's saying it will be this month. It's just, is it before the end of Ramadan or is it during EID? Is the only things we're hearing at the moment. So let's see what happens. All right. Do what I'm going to do, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. If something does happen, we'll tweet it out, put it in the form, or have another call. That's what we need to do. But in the meantime, in between time, enjoy your day. Be super fantastic. And more than anything, share the super fantastic. It will change your day. I'm telling you. Ray? All right, ladies and gents, that's going to do it for us for this hump day, hump free Wednesday. Keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
Conference recording, press 1. This session is no longer being recorded.